On today's episode of The Holy Ghost in Me, I want to talk to you today about distractions. You see, I for one am the type of person that is easily distracted. I can be in a full-blown conversation and lose my train of thought. I mean, it could be because a butterfly walked past me or another person. It could also be because a person interrupted me mid-sentence and I will immediately lose my train of thought and start talking about something completely different or be like, what was I saying again? And then it takes me 10 minutes for me to get back on track. You know, I have a best friend who has figured out how to profit from my failure not to stay focused and get distracted. In fact, it amuses him so much, he purposely distracts me mid-sentence to see if he can derail me from what I'm trying to say. But this is what I've come to realize. It's typically when he gets bored of a story that I've been telling for too long. He thinks I don't know this and that he also gets highly amused with my mental derailments or the fact that I I get so easily distracted. What he finds amusing is what I find absolutely frustrating. But here's the thing. Our life is just like my mental derailments at times. All of a sudden, we'll be either chugging along and then either the enemy sends something to distract us out of amusement and then we get frustrated. Or sometimes we distract ourselves and we just get off track. Better yet, out of the position we are created to be in originally. Position is everything when following the Holy Ghost. Being in the right place at the right time could be the difference between gaining access and standing outside of a locked door. But if you find yourself distracted and you lose focus and you then become easily derailed, The Bible says in John 10.10 that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ came that they may have life and life abundantly. If we allow the devil to take position in our minds, he can easily distract us with the intention to steal our blessings, kill our joy, and destroy us. Which is why we must always stand in position with our spiritual guard up so that we can become strong in him and not easily distracted. Okay, let's get a little bit more basic. Have you ever played a sport like, say, tennis, maybe softball? You know, just anything with a ball. What's the key to winning in these sports? Do you know? That's right, to keep your eyes on the ball. The moment you get distracted and take your eyes off the ball, You miss your hit or your shot if you're playing basketball. Depending on the sport you're playing and someone else will make a score. Every time you get distracted, the devil makes a shot for the kingdom. But every time you stay focused, you make a shot for God's kingdom. Does that make sense? But here's a little secret. Your court side or the side of the court that you're on is filled with a crew of mighty angels and God himself who's focused on getting you to score and win this game called life. 
No devil in hell can keep you from scoring if you are focused. All they know how to do is say, A, better, better, A. They only know how to do is say, you're not going to make that shot. All they can do is distract you with their words. No matter what you're going through right now, remember, you're closer than you think. So keep fighting and pressing in the spirit because you are closer than you think you are. Don't allow yourself to get distracted, okay? Okay, you know I'm all about the practicalities. So let's identify some ways to keep you focused and prevent you from getting distracted. Step one, I love Habakkuk 2 and 2. It says, write the vision and make it plain. So I need you to do two things. Write out what you're believing God for or the vision, the promise that he has given you. Maybe get a vision book and write it all in there. Spend time with God. Ask him for clarity on what that promise and what that vision looks like for you. Step number two. Ask God to give you his Holy Ghost plan and wisdom to obtain those promises. And ask him for strategic steps. Proverbs 29 and 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. As long as you have a Holy Ghost revelation or a plan, nobody can distract you or get you to move out of position. Okay, step number three. Ask God to reveal to you the promises in his word about that vision he gave you. I know sometimes my Bible just flips open and I just know it's from him. Step number four. Keep your eyes on the ball and your ears on the coach. The coach is the Holy Ghost. You're playing a game, like I said, it's called life, obviously, and you're not on the bench, so get in position. Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. Righteousness is just another way to say a right standing position with God. The more your eyes is focused on God, the less concerned you are with anything and everybody else. You become strategically placed in position to seek his face. So keep your focus on him, that is. Okay, step number five. Wait. Just simple as that. Wait. Going back to Habakkuk 2, verse 3 it says, if it seems slow in coming, you know, the blessing, wait, it's on the way. It will come right on time. If it's not here yet, just means you're not ready. Your promise is on the way, okay? Your healing is on the way. Your restoration, it's on the way. Your joy, it's on the way. Everything that you're believing for, it's on the way. It's almost here. Okay, so don't get distracted. All right, step number six. See yourself with the promise. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor the heart of a man imagine what, what God has prepared for those who love him. So you need to start seeing what God sees. 
and not what you see in the natural. Picture yourself healed. Picture the relationship restored. Picture yourself strong. Picture yourself as a director over the biggest corporation you can think of. Picture yourself financially free. Picture yourself married. Picture yourself with kids, if that's what you want. Whatever it is that you're believing for, start seeing it with your spiritual eyes first and allow God to manifest it on the physical side. When you become spiritually convinced the blessing is yours, it will trickle to your physical world and then your mind will believe it and then it will show up. But you have to become convinced first. If you're not fully convinced, you can forget it. Step number seven, keep others out of your business. Oh my goodness, please keep others out of your business. Learn to give people the hand. You know, in middle school, we used to go talk to the hand because the face not listening. Learn to say that as an adult. A nicer way to say it is, thank you, but me and God has this under control. Your advice is duly noted. Not really. Limitations 3 and 26 says, Quietly hope for help from God. Don't go all over town whining about your problems, that the vision isn't here yet, that it hasn't manifested yet. Nah. Be in expectation saying it's on its way. Only talk to those who God has given you peace to talk to. Otherwise, keep your mouth shut. It ain't worth it. The more you talk to people about your problems without asking God and the Holy Ghost first who to talk to, that's how you obtain advice that wasn't meant for you in the first place. That's how you get distracted or that's how you get confused. Battling your own mind, saying maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. You don't want to do that. So just avoid it. Keep your mouth shut. Fight on your knees and follow the Holy Ghost at all costs. I already told you the devil will try and come and take that promise from you. He will use your friends to talk to you and talk you out of it. And they'll come to you and say, this is for your best interest. I'm just looking out for you. And maybe they truly are. But if it didn't line with the Holy Ghost... You need to tell them to back off. Sometimes your family will come and they'll try to provoke you. Get on your everlasting nerves. But you have to be wise enough and strategic to put them and lay out boundaries. It's up to you to obtain wisdom for yourself and stand firm on the promises that God gave you. Whatever that looks like for you. But you have to get into the word of God and you have to pray and ask God for revelation and wisdom on how to get to that promise and how to maneuver around all the defenses that may come to you on this court. Okay, step number eight. Watch for the devil's games or tricks. The devil will try and play tricks on you. He's constantly watching you. He's studying you. Don't accept his distractions. If he's telling you to look left, don't look that way. Look right. 
Keep watch over your heart and the promise. Don't let it out of your sight. Once you know what you know, nobody can take that from you. That's why it's important to write the vision and make it plain. And even if you fall, ask God to send his grace to catch you, forgive you, and recenter you. Step number nine, watch your mouth. You have to make sure that your mouth aligns with the promises that God has given you. Don't speak negatively about it. If you're believing for something, find positive ways to talk about the very thing that you're praying for. Even if you have no idea how it's going to work out. Maybe it's just as simple as saying, it's in God's hand. I just prayed about it. It's in God's hand. Know this. You are closer than you think you are. So don't get distracted. Just keep pushing. Okay? Got it? Don't let those distractions distract you. Stick with the Holy Ghost. Alright, let me pray for you. Father God, remove all of our distractions from our lives. Give us eyes so we can see and a heart that chases after you. We are expecting your promises to manifest. Lord, guide us and keep us focused on you at all times. Remove all of our stumbling blocks from our life so we can follow you and reach the places you have set out for us to reach. God, we cannot do this and we don't even want to, not by ourselves. We need you. God, we know that we fall easily distracted and that we have spiritual ADHD. But God, we yield it back to you. Make us wise women of God. Make us wise men of God so that we can see your glory, O oh God. Give us opportunities to tell somebody about your grace and your joy and your love and your favor today. While you work on our stuff, oh God, teach us how to work on your stuff and our purpose and destiny in this kingdom. God, we love you so much and we just thank you that you are manifesting everything according to your will. Lord, we are actively choosing to follow you. We humbly come to you. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Holy Ghost and Me. This is Joy, just that shy little girl from the boot, following the Holy Ghost. Catch you next time on The Holy Ghost and Me. Bye, y'all.